What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. My name's Jason Hartwell from JK Blades, and I'm here today with Ryan Coakley from Ryan Chadboard Knife Works. And How's it going, everybody? This is the Hustle and Grind podcast. So this is going to kind of be like a special edition episode. It's going to be short, and we're just going to cover some things, uh, some important, some not, but it's going to be just a little bit different. Uh, as you might notice, there's no pickle here today. So we'll uh, we'll start with that. There's been scheduling conflicts, and there's been uh, life that just happens. You know, it happens to everybody. Everybody's got one. So pickle's going to be gone for a while. Um, he kind of chose to retire, uh, at least for the snow season, while, you know, all the snowstorms are going on. Everybody knows he likes to go out and chase the storms and do his snowboarding deal. And uh, we're going to give him the winter off to do what he wants to do. And after all that, we'll reevaluate and see where the world's at and go from there. So uh, with that being said, me and Ryan are going to keep on going, keep on kicking ass, keep on hustling, and keep on grinding. Keep on keeping on. Yep, that's all you can do. So um, I'm a knife maker. Ryan, you're a knife maker. Yep. The name of this podcast I got a little scratch in my throat, guys. If I feel if I sound a little funny this way, I feel fine. It's just a, I think it's pollen starting to hit already. But um, the name of this podcast is called Hustle and Grind. And uh, being a knife maker is not a lucrative job for most knife makers. And myself included in that, there's not a lot of money in it during certain times of the year, and now is one of those. So instead of bullshitting about, you know, what I've done in the shop this week, every, every maker style podcast, right? They start the week off, you know, the show off what's going on in your shop this week. That gets a little generic and boring. It can anyway, right? I mean, either we ground bevels or we heat treated or we got some glue ups done. It's not really a topic of conversation that can go on forever. So I've been hustling and we're going to talk about what I've been doing. And Ryan, you've got some things going on outside of your knife shop, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to try to evolve this show into more of a real-life thing and just let it play out and just see what happens. How you feel about that, Ryan? Sure. I'm down for whatever. <laughs> so I've been flipping houses, and the one we're working on now is coming close to done, and I'm pretty freaking proud of what we got going on. It is what's today March eighth, I believe. When we uh, yeah, when we started this project, the goal was to have the house finished before school started back. School's not even out yet for the summer, and we are probably at the extreme three weeks away from being a hundred percent complete. And so we have been kicking some ass on this thing, and I'm happy with it. Nice. And I'm having fun too, man. So I used to own a construction company way back in the day and it was very successful for about two years. But the reason it didn't stay successful is because your boy Jason is an idiot. And, uh, I didn't know a thing about business still don't, but when I had my company going, what I did to call it a company was I bought a big ass F two fifty, and I had a vinyl wrap done you know, with the company name and all that stuff, put my phone number on it. Here we go. Now I'm a business owner. It's official. <laughs> it's official like a ref with a whistle. 
But I, I eventually did get my Secretary of State paperwork and all that stuff and, you know, got a, a legit business license. But I didn't pay no taxes. I didn't. All my payroll was just paid cash. There was no 1099s, no W-2s, no nothing. And if we had a really good week, there was no reinvesting the money back into the company like I should have done. We were, I'd buy more guns. You know what I mean? <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, shit, dude. And I went from living comfortable, you know what I mean? I wasn't poor or nothing, but I definitely wasn't balling, to shit, sometimes, man, making seven, $8,000 a week. Damn. And I'm like, holy fuck, what am I going to do with all this money? Like, I mean, I was like a kid in a candy store. The world was in the palm of my hand. So I just blew it. <laughs> I mean, I was so stupid. But uh, you live and learn. It'll happen. Yeah. But getting back into doing that kind of work, man, you know, tile and cabinets and floors and countertops and, you know, plumbing and electrical. And, man, I'm, I'm having a blast. It's hard work, but it's fun as shit. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying I want to get into doing it all day, every day again, but... It's nice to switch it up, though. Yeah, it is. And we're at the and point stuff like now, that. You're doing something different every day. Yeah, exactly. So, and we're at the point now where all the demos done, you know, all the paints done. Kind of looks like an insane asylum because it's like so freaking bright, all new light fixtures and white walls and just a concrete floor. But now that all the ugly stuff's done, we're starting to put things back together. So it's like daily you can see the evolution of things getting finished that you can walk mm-hmm. away from. You know, and going from just a, a dump, you know, just a shit house, completely gutted. I mean, absolutely everything gone. Cabinets, countertops, everything just hollowed out. We took walls out, and now it's coming back together. It's a pretty cool feeling. My, uh, I've done a few of them jobs, and my favorite part of it was always the demolition. And it's not because of, like, lack of skill or whatever, and it's a mindless part. But because I like old shit, and there's a lot of old houses around here, so you would find things in the walls. Wow. Like whoever built the house would hide shit in the walls. <laughs> so you'd, you'd rip the old lath and plaster off, and there'd be like old newspapers. I found a handmade flute in the floorboard of a house one time. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was like whittled out of a piece of bamboo. Like nice. That's kind of weird. But I sold it on eBay. <laughs> Well, all we found in this one so far is rat shit. <laughs> That's not good. I, I did come across something funny today. I changed out all the uh, vent covers this morning. You know, they're up in the ceiling. So uh, they had this brilliant idea. I guess at one point in time, the house might have stunk. It stunk when we got it. It smelled like cat piss. But they took the vent covers down from the ceiling and put dryer sheets on top of them with like a clothespin right in the middle, you know, clipped to the inside of it. I guess they thought that was going to make the house smell better. <laughs> when I pulled them down, those dryer sheets had formed like a bowl that was full of rat shit. So they'd been there a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They'd already turned like crusty. You could probably just stick your finger right through it. I didn't touch them. but I mean, it probably smelled better for a day or two. Yeah. But it's, it's fun, man. It's coming back together. Um, if anybody wants to see like progress pictures of anything I'm doing, let me know. I've been thinking about putting that kind of stuff up on Instagram just to show something. Cause I haven't been in my shop, you know, and I feel like I'm letting my social media like 
go not go away, but you know, like fall off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're not posting actively, you can just get booted right out of the algorithm. Yeah, and I, I I'll post like small in engine pictures every now and again, and at the very least, that gets you attention from like the carpenter community. You know what I mean? Right, right. Maybe they'll want to buy a knife. Maybe. But I did get my forge all put together, my new forge. I got to get that uh, coating stuff in there. What were you telling me about soaking the wool? So the Mr. Volcano comes with like rigidizer mm-hmm. for the K wool, and you soak the blanket with water, and then you spray on that rigidizer before you put it in the body of the of the forge. Mm-hmm. And then as it dries, it makes the K wool hard. Okay, and, and then you coat it with the refractory satanite, whatever it is. So the rigidizer and the refractory is two different things. Yeah, I did not know that. I always it's thought like it was a red like fluid. Two names for the same thing. No, and you like you lay the blanket out, you soak it with water mm-hmm. because the rigidizer will follow the water. So you soak it real good with water, and then you spray on the rigidizer till it's one even color. Mine was red, but I'm, I've seen blue ones too. And then uh, as it's still wet is when you put it in the forge and get it nice and tight where you want it. And as it dries, it will harden. Gotcha. Well, all of my wool is in the forge, but it's not secured to anything. It'd be easy to pull it back out of there. Easy-ish. Yeah. But, man, it was it was a task rolling it up tight enough to get it through that little hole, you know, that I got in the front. And mm-hmm. then sticking my hands in there and putting it up on the walls where it goes. It's even worse when it's dripping wet. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> but that's what that's what the Mr. Volcano kit was, and it came with that stuff. But I don't have any idea where you'd buy it. Maybe Jantz, KnifeMaking.com, they might have it. Yeah. The backs of my knuckles are all busted up because I took a – I got some needle nose pliers that's like a foot long, and I took roofing nails and weld, tack welded them to the inside of my forge body all the way around, like, to kind of hold the wool in place. Mm-hmm. It was most likely, like, retarded overkill, but they're in there, so. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it'll hold it, not that it's going anywhere anyway. But I got to thinking about it. The nails, they're seven-eighths of an inch long, and the K-wool is one inch thick. So, essentially, it's going to be like an eighth of an inch from the surface, the inside surface to the forge, right? I mean, I'll put that refractory crap on there, but that doesn't go on super thick, does it? I'm not sure. I haven't got to that step yet. <laughs> but in the instructions, they tell you to do it in, like, multiple thin layers. Okay, okay. What I was wondering is if those the tips of those nails are close enough to the inside of the forge to where they'll get hot and kind of transfer that heat through the nail to the outside of the forge. Hmm. I don't know. Some of the forge building videos I've watched, they uh, didn't even use cable and they just used refractory and like nails or like hooks like you did kind of like rebar in a concrete wall to hold the refractory in place. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have any issue, but those forges were massive. Yeah. I've seen one at uh, blade show. I think it was, it wasn't this past year, maybe the year before that, but no, the year before that, there was no blade. Anyway, it was like a half of a stop sign shape, like an octagon top, but mm-hmm. flat on the bottom. And it looked like it was made out of fire brick. 
like I mean, it was very obvious that it was fire bricks, but they were cut at an angle to where they just matched up perfect. And I think it had four burners Damn. in the top of it, and it was probably maybe eighteen inches deep, maybe. And that was seven thousand dollars that they were selling that forge for. Holy, yeah. And it was only like they bought a table at Blade Show, and it was that one forge on the table. So they bought the table just to sell one single individual forge. Did anybody buy it? I don't know. I saw it like the first day and then kind of didn't go back to that area. At Blade Show, there's there's two different. There's like the main room and then there's the side room. And uh, there's good people in both rooms, but there's certain areas that you can kind of walk 10 laps around, you know, and always find something new. And then there's some spots where, you know, once you've been through there, you don't really have a reason to go back. Like the, you know, there's a lot of bushcrafty type stuff, not necessarily yeah. knives, but, you know, just camping type stuff. That's not really my jam. So I don't really have a reason to go to that area at all. But anyway, that's coming up soon. You going to make it? Probably not this year. Well, shit. Well, I'm starting a new job and shit, and yeah. I get a week off in July, but it's not in July. It's in June, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's always the first weekend of June. So you excited about your job? Yeah. Are you going back to your previous employer from here, or are you done there and you're taking two weeks off until you start a new job? I'm done there. I, I'm like a little over a week into my two-week-off period. Okay. So I start the new place on Monday. All my tools are there and toolboxes are all pretty much set up and almost ready to roll. You got some inventory up there, like some, some broken down stuff waiting on you to fix? Yeah, there's a few things in there. They're, she wants to start out doing appointments only. Right. So you, you schedule when you're going to drop it off. Like, not that I fix it right in that moment, but you schedule your drop off. Yeah. Because um, there's only... There's two auto mechanics, me for the small engine side, the counter guy, and her. So, And Ron's the one you call for the scheduling, right? Yeah, yeah. that's Ron. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> yeah, you invited me to that page on Facebook, and I was like, what the hell is that? So I clicked yeah. on it to look at it, and I figured out what it was. I read through their stuff, man. It seems like a pretty cool little hometown shop. Yeah, it was my father-in-law's, and he passed, and now my sister-in-law runs it. Uh, in the Facebook picture, there's those two bays in the building. Yep. Those are the bays I'll be in, and the automotive bays, you can't see this four of them out back. Cool. Yeah. So you'll be, like, right up front. Yeah, with my door shut. I don't like talking to people. <laughs> I was going to so. say you should put some windows in. That way they can watch you from the lobby. <laughs> no dude i hate being watched i don't like talking to people her and i went over all this like this is why it's better for me because at my old job we had like a sales floor mm-hmm. so when the parts guys would get in trouble there was too many people up there they'd ring a buzzer and the mechanics would come out and talk to customers so like i'd be elbows deep in an engine and i'd hear bing boom 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 and it means that they need help out front i'm like oh, i don't have to do that anymore well that's awesome yeah, so I don't have to play salesman at the same time. Did you at least get a commission? No. Oh, fuck. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know this show is only 16 minutes long so far. 
But, man, we almost didn't even do a show this week. We kind of went back and forth, and it's weird. I mean, I want to put something out. We've never missed putting something out on a Tuesday. Yeah. And today's Tuesday, and it's already lunchtime, so hopefully everybody hasn't already, you know, kind of checked for it, and it's not there, so they've moved on with their life. But we're going to get something out. Um, Thank you to all the patrons. You guys are really helping make this more possible with your uh, your kind contributions. We appreciate every one of them. I don't have my phone in here with me today, so I don't have the list, but definitely appreciate every one of you. And if you want to help support the show, go to patreon.com and look up Hustle and Grind. We're on there. You can do it for as little as a dollar a month or a dollar a day, however you feel. Or send us free stuff. Free stuff is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We are big fans of free stuff. Yep. I, I used to tell people that all the time. They'll message me and be like, how do I get on the podcast? I want to be a guest. I'm like, uh, you got to send free shit. What do you got? That's how I got on. <laughs> now, yeah, you kind of, that's not how yeah. you got on, but you did send free shit. You got to send I that did my send free shit. I've sent lots of people free shit. I don't mind. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. We both got shit to do. I know you're trying to enjoy your vacation. I got to get back over to this house and... Oh, what am I doing today? We're starting to lay floor tomorrow. That's going to be fun. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do today. I got to get a, two vanities set. Got to do some baseboard and trim and grout a bathroom. Then I did some tiling the other day. I got a good day ahead of me. I gotta, I'm working on a handle, and I got to flatten out some blades before I grind them. And maybe play some video games. What do you mean flatten out some blades? Like, you know, like uh, when there's like scale on them and shit. Okay, 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 gotcha. Or like if you have like a tiny, tiny little warp. Yeah. If you flat, flatten it out on both sides, you'll grind the warp out. Right, right. Yeah, I got some that are in that phase. Okay, so they're already heat treated? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Heat treated and tempered. Now I understand. And cryoed cryo then tempered do you do like actual liquid nitrogen or you just deep freeze no i can't afford liquid nitrogen (laughs) (laughs) i ain't ain't doing enough blades for that i just put them in my freezer for uh, 24 hours gotcha yeah that's cold damn enough ain't it yeah i was doing um dry ice mixed with denatured alcohol like a slurry Mm -hmm. Uh, but the local place you could get dry ice got bought out and they stopped selling it to the public We've got a grocery store here in town that sells dry ice. Nice. I've never understood why. And it's like, we got like three different chains of grocery stores here. We got like the low, low, low end budget grocery store. Mm-hmm. That's like gross and smells bad, but their shit's super cheap. And then the regular grocery store and then the uppity one, the uppity one is the one that sells the dry ice. I wonder what you'd use it for. I don't know. I've never understood. I don't either. Because that shit, I was trying to scoop it into my pan with my hand. Bad idea. Don't stick your hand in dry ice. It hurts. (laughs) It really does. I mean, I'm used to the cold here, but like, I was just like, knock, because it comes in pellet form, like almost looks like ice Cheetos. And I was knocking it into the pan. I was like, God damn, that's fucking cold. (laughs) Minus 120. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do it. Yeah, the the grocery store that sells it, they've got two of those, uh, like, chest freezers. 
It's not a chest. The the one you lift the lid up. Yeah, and they scoop it out. Right. There's like two of those. And what the hell would you use it for? I have no idea. I've never that's ever like seen cold, one cold, bro. I've lifted the lid up one time just to look in there, and it's just a bucket of damn ice. And you lift the lid up, and it's like all smoking out of there and stuff. Yeah, but I've never seen anybody buy it. Of course, I don't really go to that grocery store very often. We go there every now and then if we're getting some fresh seafood because they got know. you know like you know who I bet would know Todd Harrington. Probably I so. Bet, I bet Todd would know why they have it in a grocery store. It's probably used in some sort of recipe. That's what I'm thinking. If it's like, I don't know if it's edible though. It's liquid nitrogen. No, it's not liquid. It's uh, the fuck's it called? I don't know what it is. I never have known. I'm gonna Google it real quick. I bet there's some recipe where you have to like freeze something super fast, like flash freeze. What is dry ice made of? <laughs> Coming at you live, folks. It's frozen carbon dioxide. Oh, so it's it's just like what we breathe out. Yeah. Oh, you can eat that. <laughs> yeah, but if you inhale enough of that, you'll die. That's true, too. Yeah, so I guess if you eat enough of that, it'll probably be about the same consequence. I'm going to ask Todd now. <laughs> Well, let us know on the next show. Keep that in mind. We want to know okay. what is dry ice for. Now, Todd's probably going to listen to this and text both of us to let us know. So uh, I'm sure. We'll let the world know whenever Todd lets us know. Let us know, Todd. We're curious now. We have faith in you. Don't let us down. Actually, I talked to Todd yesterday. I did too. And uh, told him there wasn't going to be a show this week. Because at that point in time, we had decided we were just going to skip it You know, with everything going on. But then me and you decided we can't let that happen. So I'll have to message him and let him know we changed our mind. Right. I mean, I didn't really have a good reason not to record. I'm home. So everything's always set up. I just walk in, turn my computer on. Right. Well, you know? I, I guess technically I could have recorded Sunday. But honestly, you know, I don't, I'm not a sugar Cody kind of guy. I was in a bitchy little mood Sunday and uh, I just wasn't feeling it. Mm hmm. And, you know, once I got out of my own head about the podcast, I had one hell of a productive day at home. I got my whole yard raked up from all the tree work that I had done like four months ago. We got all the big limbs and stuff picked up, obviously, but all the tiny little stuff. I hadn't needed to cut grass since then, so I hadn't messed with it. So uh got my yard raked, got the whole yard, all the grass cut, got my fence put back in place where we had to take a section down for the bucket trucks. And... uh Got the garden tilled up, got some seeds started. That's my big project for this year is a fence. What kind of fence are you doing? Well, it's going to be a combo of like a wooden wood panel fence so you can't see through, like facing the road. And then all around the back perimeter will be uh, chain link panels. I've got like 24, 14-foot chain link panels that are six feet high. Damn. Yeah, I scored them from work. There was a, my old job, there was a, a fence company that shared our warehouse with us. And he abandoned like a shitload of, like there's miles of fence pole out there that he just left behind when he moved out. Well, damn. What are you mm -hmm. drinking? Is that a, like a milkshake? Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. Ah, it looks like a milkshake in a, in a jar. Do you guys have Dunkin' down there? Oh, yeah. I'm not a fan. I like Krispy Kreme. Ah, see, we don't have Krispy Kreme up here. Oh, man. 
you can go to Krispy Kreme here and you can see the donuts like coming out of the grease and they get flipped over. Then they follow the conveyor belt and they go through like the curtain of glaze. There's like just this curtain of glaze that's like a fountain that's nice. steadily pouring. And they just cruise through there on the little conveyor belt. Oh. We're fat fucks. I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> God, now I want to stop by Krispy Kreme. It's actually between here and where I'm going. I might stop by. for. A- I've never had a Krispy Kreme. They didn't have them where I was in California either. Holy cow, dude. If you ever make it to Georgia, that's got to be on your list. I have had Popeye's chicken versus KFC's chicken. KFC's way better. Hell yeah, it is. We got Popeye's all over the place here, dude, and the food's overpriced. It's sometimes too much flavor. It's like, it's good, but it's too much. And the people in there are just rude as fuck. Like, that's a job requirement to work at Popeye's. You got to be an asshole. My favorite fast food joint uh, was where I was in California, and it was Carl's Jr., Okay, so we got Hardee's. I believe those are like two of the same. Like, Yeah, I think they're like linked. Carl's Jr. is like a spinoff restaurant of Hardee's. Yeah, because like there's checkers and rallies. Yeah, We've their demographic is 18 to 35-year-old men. So they have like jalapeno teriyaki fucking burgers and like oh, all kinds good. of shit. It was good. That place is awesome. Yep, we're fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all right. I'm taking pills for that. <laughs> well, man, let's just gonna, What? Go ahead. I was just going to say something rude, so it's fine. Oh, go for it. I like rude. Oh, uh, so I was going to say I was, I'm just going to start myself skinny. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the fast way to do it. Yeah, or you could just make yourself puke. I mean, at least you get the flavor twice. Ugh. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> That's gross. (laughs) That's bad. That's real bad. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in with us. Uh, This is going to be a short show. You already know that because this is the end of it. And you're like, fuck, it's over already. But we're going to be back next week um, on our regular scheduled day. We'll have a full-length show. And if you like the show, share it for us. Tell some people about it. Help us grow this thing. We want to be uh, successful in this. We're not trying to be the big dogs, but, you know, we want to be successful, and if we can do that and have fun at the same time, then everybody wins. So, Yep. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Keep on hustling and keep on grinding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was all right. <laughs>